0: A very good afternoon. It is Nile Boylan, which for the next hour or so on the Nile Boylan podcast, they told me to shut up. Once again, can I ask and thank everybody, by the way, who has subscribed to help us continue to do this each and every day live at 12 o'clock. Don't forget, if you miss the show, no problem. You can catch up again, by the way, on any of the platforms Spotify, uh, iTunes, Amazon Music, or indeed you can go to our website, www.nileboylan.com. Don't forget, you can listen to the shows there free of charge. You can watch this and listen to it every single day live free of charge. All we ask is that if you want to watch any of the back episodes on the website, you subscribe and support us. It's the price of a pint of beer once a month. It's not much to ask, but it helps us to get through it. Also, can we just say before we start that I mentioned on Thursday uh, that our producer was taken into hospital uh, late on Wednesday afternoon. And unfortunately, he's still in hospital. Uh, We still don't know really what's wrong with him yet, but he's a little bit unwell. Hopefully he'll get better soon and we'll be back with us. So we're on a a two-man outfit at the moment. So please uh, be a little bit patient with us if things go a little bit wrong every now and again because we're operating just with two people now. Everything everything you see is going on with two people. Anyway, today I want to talk about marriage. And it is a concerning topic. You might not think it is. Uh, We want to tackle this subject because it's been garnering quite a bit of attention in England, Wales and Ireland in particular. Because, and I was talking about Scotland and why Scotland is not mentioned in this, but anyway... Uh, Because there's a changing landscape in marriage. Recently, data highlights a decline in the number of younger people who are choosing to get married, leading to fresh calls to reconsider the concept of marriage and its legal implications. The 2021 census in the UK revealed that a notable decrease in the number of people opting for marriage, particularly among those aged between 25 and 35, which is the time you usually get married. Uh, the average age for getting married in this country is around 32 years of age, which is the same age for having children. Shockingly, there were 1.2 million uh, more unmarried individuals in this group than there were in 2011. In Ireland, the trend is very similar, if not worse, with fewer people actually tying the knot. In 2019, Cyprus had the highest marriage rate and the EU, 27 member states, while Ireland was ranked 18th. However, in 2020, Ireland witnessed a significant drop in the marriage rate, plummeting to just 1.9 marriages per thousand of population. Now the impact of COVID-19 and the pandemic of marriage rates has been undeniable with numbers consistently dwindling over the last few decades. But this decline has raised questions about the relevance of marriage in a contemporary society. Notably, of course, the average age at which couples choose to marry is on the rise. In 2021, it reached 37.4 years for men, 35.4 for women, compared to 34.6 and 32, respectively, back in 2011. So, you can see that people are waiting longer to get married, which is not such a bad thing, by the way. But the problem is, of them are not bothering then to get married. So, they'll have children, And they don't get married. Now, there is an argument that marriage is not that important. From a legal point of view, it is important, by the way, because it's a done deal when you go for a divorce. Everything gets split 50-50. But when you're not married, well, then you have to apply for what they call redress, which is not quite the same thing. It is a bit more complicated as a civil partnership. You have to prove that you've been living together for a substantial period of time. And obviously, you have to prove the liabilities that each person has. It's a bit more complicated in court. So marriage does seal that legal, I suppose, commitment to each other that if indeed you have children, they must be provided for, etc., etc. But... Why are people not getting married? Surely getting married is a kind of legal contract and it makes you work harder at the relationship. If you're not married and you have a barony, you know, with the missus or whatever, you could just walk out the door, provided you have no children, of course. You could literally just walk away from that relationship. But even if you do have children, you could walk away from that relationship. Whereas when you're married, you feel, I suppose, there's something inside you that feels we need to sort this out for the sake of the family unit, because we're a married family unit. Be you same-sex marriage or indeed heterosexual marriage. So we want to know, um, is marriage important? Is it still important? Because with the numbers declining and dwindling, religious ceremonies, by the way, are still the most popular overall. But uh, well, they've also seen a decline. In 2021, they accounted for 57% of weddings. Now, if you go back 20 years, it would have been 90% of weddings. So it just goes to show you, people are not taking the religious aspect into consideration. So marriage has become a legal thing rather than a religious. But mind you, marriage was always a legal contract. Matrimony, of course, was the religious contract between two people. So people think the Catholic Church invented marriage. They didn't actually invent it at all. They invented matrimony, So, or developed matrimony. Marriage was designed, uh, I suppose, you know, for example, particularly for women in the day, to make sure they had inheritance, or they inherited the house if their husband passed away, or their land. At the time, it would have been for landowners. So marriage is important from that point of view. But do you believe it's important from a societal point of view? Let me know what you think. The number is 085 12255. That's 085 12255. There's the number on the screen. Get used to it. Yeah. So if you want to send us a text or a WhatsApp, you probably missed out because it was right on the bottom. Anyway, 085 12255. Let us know, do you think marriage is important? So let us go to the calls. Uh, the number as I said, 085 12255. Angela, hi. How are you?
1: Fine. How are you?
0: Thank God I can hear you. Anyways,
1: Thank God I can hear you. <laughs> the,
0: the bad, the bad weather in the area. I'm just going to blame that. It's playing havoc with the system that the phone lines for some reason. But well, thankfully, I think we've sorted it out now. Angela, of is, course,
1: it, you your piece, and let me say, Karen's doing a great job.
0: Oh, she, she's doing a wonderful job. She's a, a yeah. stalwart down there. Uh, Angela, do you do you think marriage is an outdated concept? Do you really need to get no. married?
1: No. Everyone loves to get married. I hate all this crap with, oh, it's only a piece of paper. What's the point in getting married? You know, like, I just a fabulous wedding day. I couldn't wait to get married. I but you're think only thinking of the married.
0: day. You're thinking of the dress and the cake and the guests and the hotel. You're not thinking of the rest yes, of your life.
1: You are. That's the thing. I was thinking of the rest of my life. You know what I mean? That if we'd have kids like that, you know, you to look at this. That uh, kids are kind of like growing up now, kind of going, "Why aren't mommy and daddy married?" Do you know what I mean? And this crap with double-barrel names, like, oh I mean, yeah, no, like that. Does at that all. mean so that, like, if you know, if your grandkids get married, that they're going to be blah 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 blah. They'll have four names.
0: I know. I said. <laughs> I said that at the start. Yeah. you've got know, two people with double-barrel names, how does that work out if they then get married?
1: Well, that that's the thing, you know, and. Like, okay, let's let's go down the, the serious side of it, okay? You do have tax reasons. Do you know what I mean? Because if you have a couple who are married and mom's at home, you know, with the kids, claim her taxes, It's that's a massive thing. Mm. You know, you can't just do that when you're just, oh, you know. Well, the legislation
0: boys. nowadays is quite good for those who are not even married. Do you know what I mean? The legislation yeah. nowadays covers people I suppose, what they call civil partnerships.
1: Yeah. But then, as you say, you have to go down the route of proving that you're together and then proving this. And, you know, like when it does come to separation and divorce, it's a whole load of poo that you have to go through. You know, whereas, yeah, when you are married, I I think you do, you make it, you do make a commitment, you know, to each other and... Also, the the other thing, as you did mention, um, that's the first thing I thought of when, you know, the the weddings dipped. Yes, a lot of that was to do with COVID because people Mm, couldn't get married.
0: No, I get you. You know? Yeah. And
1: now, even at this point in time, try getting a hotel for the next year and a half for a wedding. You'll be pushed.
0: Yeah. Well, here's the other thing as well that I noticed in the figures. I'm going to come to John in a second. But people are waiting longer to get married. So there was a yeah. stage where people were getting married. If I go back to my mother and father's time, they were getting married at 16 and 17 years of age. My mother and yeah. father, I think, were married when they were both 16 or 17. And that was the kind of done yeah. thing 70 or 80 years ago. Then moving yeah. forward in time, up to about 10 years ago, it was kind of 31, 32. Now it's 37. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. So people are waiting longer. So the, whole, the problem is they're waiting so long now, they're not even bothering. They have three kids by the time they even think they get married.
1: I know because I I um, I um was at a wedding in June um two of my best friends got married in June and they were together 22 years.
0: What's the point of that stage to be honest with you? Mind you, I shouldn't say that because I'm a great believer in marriage so I shouldn't really say that. But, but okay, <laughs> but I mean, but here's the thing Angela and I hate to be bad, right? You caught your husband cheating. Oh. Yeah, you caught yeah. your husband cheating so the piece of paper didn't really work too well for you, did it?
1: Oh, feckin' did when it came to the divorce,
0: 50-50. <laughs> well, that's, well, see, this is what I say to people. Although it's there is not, legislation when it comes to civil partnerships, it's not quite set in stone as it would be no, if you're married.
1: I, I bring it back to Eddie Murphy in that stand-up. Ha! I <laughs>
0: want ha!
1: <laughs> You
0: know? Because okay, well, well, hang, well, no, well, hang on, I just stay there for a second because I want to go to John yeah. as well. John, hi, how are you? I'm not sure about you. Yeah, just, sorry about that, John. I do apologise. I don't know what was happening earlier on. There was a gremlin in the system, so we had to restart the whole yeah, bloody thing right. again. I, I was I was searching around looking for you and I couldn't find you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're back again. Anyway, John, marriage. Is marriage an outdated concept? Angela says no. It, you know, it's more than just well, a piece of I w- paper. I
2: would I would, I would, would be on the same wavelength as Angela. Like, and, uh, I like for Angela. She's done. very sp- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're agreeing, I like, my well, dear, for one. <laughs> well, apart, apart from maybe we might different times, I actually do
0: like you as a caller. Oh, they would be- <laughs> uh, hey, here, don't start a love story on the air, okay? I
2: know
1: as well. John. I love the owl yeah. crack and the giving out and the tears and everything, but at the end of the day, you're a great caller as well.
2: Oh, thanks. Appreciate that. Well, I'm glad you know, we're as all as finished patting a...
0: each other on the back now. Uh, so... I will give you a pat as well, mate. <laughs> Well, so John, if marriage is such a wonderful thing, why did you never get married? I hate... I'm not trying to well, insult you.
2: I, 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 I get to that now. But look in this disposable society that we know, we live in, you know, where your phone is outdated after a week, or your TV, or whatever, or everything will get into a pattern. because the sex is probably better. We're living in this disposable world, well, no a disposable society. And I think, as Angela said, there is a commitment there. there is a, it's not just a written piece of paper. It's just a, a, a contract between the two people that they've actually decided they want to be together because that's what they want to do. Not because society tells them, or for tax purposes, it's because they love each other, they want to make this commitment. And I also think it's in out a signal to the children that the parents are married, that there's a commitment. This is what you do, like, I mean, you get to an age, you find someone you love, and you commit to them, right? Can, so you, not, can you not commit I mean, to them without
0: getting married? Can you not just commit to somebody well, either well, way? Well, you can, and it, and it works out, and for people, look, I put myself in
2: the 49th year. I was with a grand girl at one stage there, but I ran into huge financial trouble, and that's an awful lot of money, like, I mean, job went wrong, everything went wrong. And I left that cat in the way. And the girl, she asked me more than once to marry her, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, look, leave it, go. And look, I must get more sorted or whatever the word, blah, blah, blah. And I was just a ticky deuce because I lost something really good. Something which I think of on a daily basis. Yeah. Was, right? yeah, I know. Okay, now,
0: I know. No, the that. thing
2: is, all she wanted was a commitment. Fick the money, fick everything else. She wanted me. And that should have been enough, like, and that should be enough for anyone. You can walk out the rest of this shit, but the, it's the commitment to each other. And girls definitely, I think, like the idea of being married, like, I mean, maybe blokes might decide, oh, I, looked as I, I mean, I hate to be, time. I hate
0: to paint girls into a stereotypical box, but for a lot of women, not all of them, for a lot of women, it's about the the palaver, and Angela kind of threw it in there at the start, that every girl loves to get married or whatever. It's about walking down the aisle of a big church with a big huge flowing well, the, dress you know, well, and a hotel well, the, with cakes and loads of people and and you know, that that's kind I, of I, for I, a lot I of think, people.
2: I, yeah, I think that's it's I more think they feel yeah, she's right. There is more than that. I think it's just the fact that, like, and again, looking in mean, not, not just some people have said this is a sexist commentary, but look, I believe that women like being married. They like the idea of marriage. They like the idea of having a husband. This is my husband. And the husband says, this is my wife. This, you know? Mm. Sorry, Angela.
1: It's, it's, it's the security. It's, you know, you have someone there that wants to... Yeah. Uh, Spend
0: the rest of their life with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, and John is right about the the wife husband thing because I'll be honest with you. You know, when you're with somebody that you really love, and I can only speak for myself, obviously, in relation to Karen. You know, yeah. I much prefer the fact that I call her my wife than my yeah. girlfriend. Is that really the right word at 50, at sixty years of age? I'm, I'm partner, that sounds a bit old. You know what I mean? The old <laughs> what? The, the, old old doll. Doll. The, old the, the old doll. The old doll. She's gonna slap across the head of my call the old doll. She's not an old yeah. doll. She's oh, ten years a, younger I than think,
1: me. I actually think that's very endearing because both my parents are from Cork and just little sayings like that, Oh, there's my old doll, you know, it's just right? it's endearing. And like I did from the day that I married him, I loved calling him my husband, and he loved burns. Yeah. A certain amount of time, Columbia's why.
0: Until he found somebody <laughs> but, younger.
1: Until <laughs> he found somebody else. But, like, the thing is, I did. I was, you know, and the day he asked me to marry him, it's just such a beautiful moment that a person is going, I want to be with you for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, no, I no, know, I know, I know, I, no, I get that. I get that. And, but, I, I, but But here's the thing everybody plans to be with another person when they meet them or when they fall in love with them for the rest of their life. I, uh, so, uh, so, uh, so why, do you, why do you think, John, as you said, it's a disposable society, why do you think people are not getting married anymore?
2: Well, just before I get to that, I said, that this guy that was married to Angela, like, uh, I wonder if he is happy as he could have been at all, because, I mean, she's sounds like a great crack and a good person, like, so shame on him for bailing. Now, as a girl, I'm I mean disposable society and whatever there was actually a survey done in England some years back I remember reading it and it was it went like this that the survey done on people that lived together and didn't got married that people just got married from day one right and actually the people that lived together that they went down years later to get married they split up faster than the couples that got married first day oh right whatever it was like so in other words if if they were
0: living together for 25 years and then suddenly decided to get married that kind of was the nail in the coffin yeah, they got divorced, which she is after. Well, yeah. I, I yeah. maybe that's coincidence. I don't. I maybe. I maybe. Th- did marriage put pressure on them then? Oh, I've I heard didn't know that. What she, what, mm. Sorry, Angela, what are you saying?
1: Yeah, I've heard that. I, I know couples like that as well. That, like, you know, they're together for years, and then they get married, and two or three years later, boom, gone.
2: Mm. Okay. So, yeah. And, it's something or, in
1: this, yeah. You, like. Another thing is like you could be. You could just be with someone for like 10, 15 years and um, they split up. And next, a year later, you're married to somebody else.
3: I, I
0: also believe that the second marriage is better. Yeah. And I, I'm yeah. not just saying that because I'm married a second time, obviously, and I'm divorced and married again. I think it's because yeah. you know what you don't want anymore. Because although you might ha- thought your previous marriage is good until it ended, maybe or whatever happened at the end. You kind of say to yeah. yourself, you start looking back in hindsight, and you say, "Well, I wasn't happy with that aspect of it," and and yeah. and the next person I meet, I'm not going to go down that road. Do you understand what I'm saying? So well, I think no, no, you no, have, no you're a professional. <laughs> it's,
2: it's not dad, that either. No, it's just dad. Go on, Dad. Sorry, uh, <laughs> it's just the fact. I mean that you made mistakes, like me and right And you should and if you recognise you made mistakes, then Mm. be open about the goddamn mistakes. And if you effed up like him and man up like him and say, Look, you just said it there yourself, sometimes the second marriage can be better, right? Why? Because if you're honest with yourself, you acknowledge that you made a bags of the first time and you weren't in tune, you weren't emotionally intelligent enough to read the other person what they wanted out of the relationship, right? And if you haven't learned from that, you're an effing idiot and you should be on an island on your own.
0: Yeah, I, and that would go for some people. It certainly wouldn't have gone for me. But, however, you know, I get the point that you make. But I think if we all look back in hindsight in our relationships, there are mistakes we all make, you know, and we yeah. can correct those mistakes going forward, you know, maybe second time around or third time around or whatever it happens to be. But stay there for a second. Let me just go to Darianne as well. Darianne, hi, how are you?
4: Yeah, good, good. Good, Darianne. Go ahead. yeah, no, I. I well, now I have to, to go to my generation where we weren't allowed to live with our partners before we married. Yeah,
0: you weren't allowed to live in sin, as they called it.
4: Yeah, so yeah. uh, so the Catholic Church has a, a lot to answer for in that department, so we didn't get the chance to really know who we were marrying, and the only way then. Not to live in sin was to get married, and and, and we hadn't a clue. If you you know, if that saying, if you want to know me, come live with me. That is so true. Um, but do you not do you not so, think there is
0: something in those Catholic morals? Not that I agree with the Catholic Church about the shaming people who live together. I don't agree with that. But what, <laughs> what I am saying is that the idea that there is a level of commitment. Do you know what I mean?
4: Yeah, but but commitment when you are young and you haven't. You don't know who really. You see, I would have only got to know my husband when I married him, and he would have only got to know me, and we were totally different people. And um, and even my daughter, about twelve, said to me, um, "Oh my God, I'm so glad you split up from mm. dad yeah. because." And and you know, and I, and I can speak to them day, I've no problem with any of that. But um, but that's that's going back in hindsight. I now know. That I wouldn't go down the road again unless unless I really knew the person. And um, but in relation to marriage, I think for and John alluded to it there. I think in the day we're living in and schools and all this sort of thing. Um, well, it was in my day because I know the school frowned on the fact that um, we have split up, my, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, that we, would have
0: been quite shameful, even if the oh, other kids in the God. class or oh, his mum and dad have split up. Whoa. Yeah, yeah
4: and, and to think that the, the school teachers, you know, added to it and they wouldn't let him go on some tour to Italy or something. I didn't know this for no, years that's, later. That's bonkers, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was bonkers. So, in relation to, I think that what people are doing, why the marriage thing has gone down so much, is because people are being cautious. And but also, well, there's no. Well, hang on.
0: The, I understand that the reason that the age has gone up because people are being cautious, and that's good. I mean, and you're right. I personally believe it should be illegal to get married before the age of thirty. Right? Because yeah, people who yeah, get yeah, married don't make yeah. a lot of mistakes. But in, maybe not, maybe not illegal, but in, it should yeah. be considered to be wrong, right? The advice yeah. you should give your kids is don't get married till you're thirty because you should see the world, you should try different things out, you know, whatever, do whatever you need to do, be independent up to the age of thirty years of age. Yeah, absolutely, and, and that's not a bad bit of advice. But but I still believe, and I'm a firm believer in marriage because, as I've said before. That, you know, particularly when there's kids involved, if there's a Barney in the house and you fall out with each other for a day or two over something stupid, you know, if you're not married, it's easy to walk away. Well, when I say it's easier to walk away because you don't feel that commitment. If it's your wife, it's different. There's just a difference. I can't explain it, but there's just a difference.
4: No, I I Um, actually, I understand, agree with you, now, And I think, I admire people that live together and have made that commitment with one another. I know a lot of them have broken up, but if they do that, what I I love now that a lot of the younger people when they do decide to get married, and some of them are heading to their 40s, um, they will go and make that commitment in in a ceremony that's not a Catholic one. And I think that is a real commitment. And that's, Mm. if I was going down that road again, that's what I'd be doing. Because I think people who do do it that way, it really is.
0: I mean, you you look at, say, I I know there's a lot of negative things said about the traveling community, right? But when it it comes to the traveling community, marriage is, it's a big thing. You know, you don't, they generally don't live together. You know, they get no, married. No, they now, I don't know whether the marriage is last, but they seem to. Um, unfortunately, there is other issues within the travel community, but that's not certainly one of them because they do no. seem to value, you know, the vow of marriage. Now, I know they go all out on the wedding and all that kind of carry on, but they do, they do value marriage. Oh, they do.
2: Yeah, religious. Yeah, John? I said they're very religious as well. They have
0: great faith, you know? Yeah, and they, but, uh, they get married younger too because uh, according to the courts, you can get married at 17 in this country or 16 if you get permission from the circuit court. But generally speaking, that provision is only in law for members of the travelling community because they're the ones who tend to get married younger. But then, I like, as I said, if you go back in time 50, 60 years ago, you know, my mother and father, well, more, 70 years ago, got married when they were 16 years of age. But But hang on, let me just go to Bernie if I can. Bernie, hi, how are you?
5: Hi, welcome to the geriatric uh, era.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So, Derry, our, ger- our Bernie, 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 I mean, is marriage important? Now, unfortunately, you got divorced or separated, and then sadly, your husband yes. passed away some time later. But was marriage important to you?
5: At the time, I got married in 1981, and it was very important. It was up the time you didn't live together. Well, it wasn't. It, was fat, it wasn't really a. You know. <laughs> Look, mm. it was my father would kill me. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So it wasn't anything. So I didn't really know my husband when I married him, like the the lady, the first lady there. So I um, yeah, it was it was hard going, and um, when I got used to the marriage and the whole thing, and it's a difficult experience. But we mastered through. We were both innocent, I suppose, and immature. But you know, we had children, and a year and a half later, and then that happened, and I really. It is, it's a huge thing. It's a huge thing to commit yourself to another person. We don't realize it when we're young and foolish. We have no idea what it entails. You know, and as you go to a marriage, you learn from each other and you grow together. But sometimes the person grows separately and they never yeah. kind of interact. So your children are probably the only thing that's holding you together. So separation might be the only way because that person hasn't matured or doesn't want to mature. For whatever reason, the marriage doesn't.
0: I, well, I, I'm a fair believer, obviously, in the family. And I do believe that you have a responsibility and a duty that if you have children to try and stay together. Now, don't get me wrong, if you're beating the heads off each other or if somebody's an alcoholic or an abuser, absolutely just get rid of them. Right. But if as long as you're not doing those things, I think you have a duty to stay together until they're of an age, you know, where they can live independently.
5: Well, I did separate initially when the kids were quite young. They were eight, seven, eight, nine, ten. And we separated for two years because he had severe depression. But I didn't realize it was that. And then I decided I would, you know, move and do it again and move again and start a life on my own with the kids. And he came back a different person with medication and changed for a little bit. But unfortunately, the depression got hold of him again and it, it didn't go away this time. Okay. And uh, it was very, so that's what happened towards the end of our marriage. But we were always good friends. Yeah. Um. And, you know, right up to the very end, the last thing he said to me is, you're a legend. Do you know? Because I, even though we were separated, we still, you know, ha- we had the good friendship together. Yeah. And it was just... A mental do you think, do you, think
0: you still loved each other? Kind of secretly? Uh, well,
5: I I, I I, absolutely think I... Yes. Yeah. Because I'm still crying four years later. <laughs> oh,
0: right. Okay. Okay. So do you, By the way, I hate so, to ask you this. Well, it's I a stupid question. I'm do you, too, But do you regret getting separated now?
5: Um... No, because no, okay. I see how much he—I I see how much he flourished when he got away and he got to find himself. Okay, and he was—he got help with his depression and anxiety and all the things that came with it.
0: I uh, mean, that goes back to what I was saying earlier on. Statistically, according to the census, the amount of the people are waiting longer to get married, even those who are getting married. The average age now is thirty-five and thirty-seven, respectively, for men and women. I mean, it used to be 31, 32, 10 years ago. If you go back 60, 70 years ago, it was 17 years of age. So we're waiting longer to get married, which is one of the reasons why people are not bothering as well, because it's going to be too late in life and they just don't bother. But I think it's important for children. Maybe that's just me and I'm old-fashioned. I think it's important for children. No, no,
5: you're right. My my uh, my daughter, for instance, they're together for nineteen years, and they got married uh, two years ago, mm-hmm. and they have three children. And the only reason they got married was because of his job, and that he would be going to serious places around the world, and that he wanted to leave his children set up. Yeah. You know legally. Yeah. And uh, you know, and he he now has more she told me that he's more in love with her now because he's he's come home to his wife. He know you know he didn't have anyone to. I suppose, he was his, his girlfriend or his partner. Yeah, but those words are awkward, yeah.
0: I'm 60, yeah. I found it awkward yeah. to use the word girlfriend. <laughs>
5: yeah, so he's so proud to, to come, and I'm not saying he wasn't proud before, but he's just so happy to have that handle. You know, he mm. has a wife, he has someone to be connected to, and they were in their mid, late 30s, getting you know, doing it.
0: Well, to be fair, stay there, Bernie and Darianne, and I'll just go to Stephen as well. Stephen, hi, how are you? Fine, thanks. Stephen, marriage is very traditional. Now, don't confuse it with matrimony, which is a religious occasion. We're talking about the institution of marriage, which was developed to protect people legally. Um, It was nothing to do with the Catholic Church. People always kind of think it was the Catholic Mm. Church that developed it. It wasn't. It was developed by solicitors and lawyers to protect people, particularly women, from not inheriting land and property. So, do you think it's important? I do think it's
6: important. Absolutely. I wouldn't have... Spent a whole second year of my life going door to door to to get marriage equalities, You know, mm. um, I think I think marriage kind of predates even these kind of legal constructs that have all been attached to it to ensure rights of inheritance and so on. Like it was always a case of, you know, one family wedding and wedding into another family to secure property or share power or whatever it is. You know, mm. like, but the, in the modern sense, it is, uh, you know a formal legal agreement in front of witnesses and everyone else that you're going to spend as much of your life together as you can for the rest of your lives, you know. And then obviously we got divorced, which is a good thing. You know, like my parents aren't divorced, but they separated nearly 20 years ago now. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, How old were you when when they separated? I was 14, 13, 14-ish. Did it have an effect on you when they separated? No, I think it... I think the only effect was that
6: I saw both of them become happier people. Did you see less you know? of your dad, for example, or? No, he would, it, the The court had set up the arrangement that uh, we'd 50, see him 50. two to three times a week and things yeah. like that. And okay. we go out and do things. And that kind of dwindled off as we got older. But, yeah.
0: you know, I see well, him that once a week now that and we, anyway. we kind of yeah. do things.
6: You know, yeah. it is the way it is.
0: And, and you know? do, do you think that marriage... Uh, is a commitment in other words that if you're living with somebody and you've got a couple of kids okay you're together there's a commitment because of your children that you're your partners right but if you're married mm. do you think there's more of a commitment that if you have a bit of an eruption or a barney or a disagreement that it, you make it better or more of an effort to stay together because it's your wife it's your husband whatever you know do you think that's that kind of solidifies I
6: think it? I think by virtue of the fact that it is a marriage as opposed to a very long-term relationship and things like that, it does make it slightly more important that you're able to, to reconcile with each other and at least, you know, not necessarily put the world right, but agree that, you know, you're going to try not to stay angry with each other. Mm. Um I think there's such a cultural and emotional importance put on words like husband and wife uh, I think they're good it words. Does, it does kind of solidify things. And I do. I agree, I think they're good words because there's no way in hell I was going to call my husband my partner, you know. He was always going to be my husband if I got I married. I found that I awkward.
0: I mean, I only got married last November and I, I'm with Karen for the last uh, seven years. And I, uh, mm-hmm. at 60, well, I'm going to say, what do I call her? My girlfriend? Now, that's a bit young. Partner sounds a bit old or weird. I don't know. And so knowing that she's my wife and I'm her husband, it just kind of makes it feel better, doesn't it?
6: Yeah, I know. As I, as I said, it, it's it's that cultural and emotional kind of attachment oh. that we have to these words. We didn't invent invent them for no good reasons, you know. Yeah. Um, maybe so that, think, maybe, that's the, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the next becoming... thing. Maybe that's the next thing the
0: progressive people would attack and get rid of is marriage. But I think it's uh, important. I
6: doubt it. I think I think in, I think marriage is important. It is slightly outdated. I think a lot of the reason people are waiting so long is it's so godforsaken expensive. Number one, yeah. but somebody, two, send it, it,
0: somebody, somebody sent in somebody sent in a text, Dennis sent in a text. and said it costs roughly forty thousand to get married, and it'll cost you five hundred thousand to get out of it. So he said, stay single. But I suppose, look, you don't have to see. Here's the other thing as well, and I'll say this to Jerry Ann and Bernie. Right, people go on and yeah. oh, I'm not getting married now. That's going to cost thirty five, forty grand, and that's how much a big wedding would cost you nowadays. It's forty grand, right? But you don't mm. have to spend that kind of money. It's not important that you have a million people you haven't seen in years at it and aunties and uncles mm. you don't even know. It's not important, you know, that you have a dress for four and a half, five thousand euro or it's not important that you have all of those things or a fancy schmancy hotel. You know, I mean, it's only about the two of you. It's just that commitment. You can have a small wedding that I cost you three or four grand. You know what I mean? These yeah. things are not important. They're, they're materialistic things.
6: I think the other thing, though, and speaking to uh, at least two friends of mine, at least, is they're in long-term relationships,
0: but they don't want to get married because
7: of please wait.
0: Oh, sorry, that was very ample. Is on hold. I do apologise, or barely much. Right. <laughs> go, go ahead. But they don't want to.
6: They don't want to formally get married because it'll change too many of the dynamics in the relationship, and then all of a sudden. As you were saying, there has to be that split of property and ownings and er- earnings, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they don't want to deal with any of that. I think the family system, the family law system is as much of a minefield and a battlefield oh, as it ever. I've been has I've things, been you know, to
0: it, Stephen. It's a nightmare. It's but a but here France, it is like, if you if you're not married, it's probably a bigger nightmare. I don't know for sure, but I've spoken to solicitors. For example, if you're not married to somebody, pretend there's no kids, and you're not married to somebody, they don't have the same rights as a wife, let's say, for example, if you're married to a woman. Mm. Um, they have what they call redress as a civil partner. That means you have to break down how much did you spend on the mortgage, how much did you spend on the mortgage. So it's not an automatic 50-50. Do you understand what I'm saying? Whereas, no, I know it you when, when you're married, it's 50-50. And if there's kids involved, the money follows the children. So that it's quite simple. It's quite When I say quite simple, it should be quite simple. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> family law is a minefield. And and I think that's the problem too. You know what I mean? If we can sort out family law and make it easier for people, if indeed they do happen to split up, I think people may think twice and, and maybe commit a bit more. But I, I I'm really disappointed to read the statistics both from Ireland I'm not too sure by the way, why Scotland is not as bad, but particularly Ireland, England and Wales have seen massive declines in the amount of people getting married. You know? I don't know why Scotland yeah all of a sudden is not the same, but I'm sure it has seen some sort of decline. But it, I mean, it is a huge drop, Stephen. Huge drop. You know?
6: Yeah, I know. It is, but I I think, I think kind of getting overly concerned about it is, is a bit, too, is, a, is going too far as well. Like everything is going to go in waves and peaks and troughs. You know, mm-hmm. we could end up with a, because I think COVID really unsettled everybody, uh, I'd say it'll be another couple of years before you kind of see it get higher up on an upward trend again. Yes, know. somebody but, texted in
0: and said, "No, there's also been a decline in same-sex marriages. Well, that's pretty obvious because a lot of people mm-hmm. were waiting to get married until the law was passed. So then the first couple of years would have been very busy. And then obviously there would have been a bit of a decline until it'll stabilize. Um, Okay, we stay there for a second. Um, let me just go to Jason. Jason, hi, how are you? How are you? How are you?
8: Jason, on, yeah, you've been
0: around the block twice.
8: Around the block, one and a half times didn't get married the second time around. So
0: why didn't you get married the second time around? You got three kids, four kids, whatever it is. Do with them
3: all. Three babe.
8: kids, yeah, 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 no, no, no. We're happy together. We're twelve years together. Yeah. We don't need that put. We don't need a ring or a piece of paper to show them. Which why we don't not? Which why not? Because we don't. But it, it, marriage used to mean something, Neil. It still does. It still, does. it still does. No it doesn't. When you can marry a second dog and a cat and a chair leg, marriage means nothing <laughs> anybody. <laughs> Who's marrying right?
0: chair legs?
8: You know what I mean? You Although there
0: was a woman in Alabama who married a bridge and another wasn't yeah. there a guy in America somewhere married his laptop. Um, and <laughs> one, one one woman married herself. But that's look, they're oddities of their oddities. They're not that's not the norm. Marriage isn't devalued.
8: It uh, Marriage is. You can walk in and out but now at the drop of a hat now. It's like Tinder now. Swipe left for a new one. Swipe right for a, a, an old one. Now, I think it's cheap. And I think it's... Cheap and, I think it's cheap and I think a lot of blokes have copped on as well. They go into something like that. They're coming out with nothing. You, you know what I mean? You're going yeah, but, but, but hang on. You if you're, years,
0: yeah, but if you're in a relationship of 12 years with four kids, you're coming out with nothing anyway.
8: Yeah. So, no, it's not what I think, I think a lot of young now. The way t- society's gone now, I think, I think a lot of young men are looking my uncle now was twenty twenty one. I know spoke to him about it there not so long ago and he has no interest. He says, no, too dangerous. Women are too volatile now and too dangerous. He says, no, he's no interest whatsoever. He doesn't even it's want to get a fraud Broad friend. sweeping statement, isn't it? That's what the, well, this is coming from a 20-year-old. Yeah, well, men, men can be quite you know volatile I mean? and
0: dangerous too when oh, no, it comes no, to marriage. He wasn't talking yeah.
8: about women. He was talking about the whole concept of, of marriage. living with somebody and that whole intense thing. Maybe, you know, it's just, that's yeah, just well, the way it is. as he gets
0: old. I probably thought that when I was 22 as no, well.
8: I was married at 22. Yeah, See, the, years the, ago, we got married young, though. Now, you must remember, when we, years ago, you got married young. You said it yourself, 17, 18, 19. Hmm. Now people are in their 30s. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think personally myself, I think in the last 20 years, I think with the way the Catholic Church and the way we've turned against them and all that, I just think all that end of it is just being devaluized now. I mean, the family unit is gone now. You know, that way, they're, they're even, they won't even mention the family unit anymore. It's like a heterosexual family unit is a bad thing now.
0: You know, who who said that? Who said it's a bad thing?
8: No, but just, it's just the way... Well, no, the way I the way well hang on. No,
0: I don't I don't ever think that anybody, even the progressive left, if that's what you want to call them, I don't ever think they've said it's bad. Should, should they spend... How long do they spend uh, trying to legalise same-sex marriage? So why would they think you know, it's a bad
8: look, thing? Look, how, look at the ratings, I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, why does it always mention,
0: come down to that? You
8: what? can't mention women, what?
0: Well, why does it always have to come down to the, you know, that, that kind of idea? I think even the liberal people like the idea of marriage.
8: Nah, I, 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 you, no, not, not for a man and a woman. <sighs> I think everybody else, yeah, they're, they're jumping up ah, and down. I would for just it. stop well, out of nice. even?
0: Say, just, well, so what you're saying is they don't respect men and women. Right. Of course they do.
8: I don't, well, jeez, you can't say woman now in a hospital, uh, you can't even mention the word woman anymore. That's a, a different
0: issue, that's a whole different
8: but it's issue. But all, it's all part of the same, the way society Well is then, moving. Well then,
0: why not protect, well hang on, well what then why, if you feel that way, why not protect something that's quite traditional then? Why not protect it?
8: Well boy, you can, it, it doesn't mean anything you're anymore. You're as bad There's as no them value to
0: it. Yeah, but you're as bad as them, you're the one who's 12 years with your missus and four kids. So you're as bad yeah, but we're happy, but we're, we're happier. You know, I've lasted longer with a whore than I did with my wife. I know a
8: couple. Good that's, friends only of mine. that's only because
0: you. That's only because you probably love her more. That's all.
8: No, 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 nothing to do with. That. Um, I know Different a, a Good friend of mine. I know a good friend of mine. Sixteen years with the girl. Sixteen years, four kids, house a whole lot. Within six months of marriage, they were divorced and never spoke again.
0: That's purely coincidental. Oh, okay, sorry, Stephen. He's he's trying to tell me that the progressive left are the ones that are against marriage, and <laughs> I don't understand why he's saying that. <laughs>
8: I don't think the progressive left. I think society has moved that way now.
6: Yeah, sorry, Stephen, I he's still there. Sorry,
0: promoting.
6: Yes, I, I just had somebody in work. Oh, okay, good. You're allowed to do that.
0: Yeah, he's trying he's to say it's you lefties. You're the ones who want to get rid of marriage.
8: No. <laughs> not,
0: not for a month. Don't, don't I'm, I'm defending you here, Stephen. Don't worry. Don't
8: be making. No, you defend all you want, but I'll make words for it But that's what you're saying. I said society. Society. Yeah, you're talking about this new
0: society that don't value the word woman and all this. You're talking, yeah, yeah, you're talking about the progressive society. Oh, you're wrong, Jason. Progressive yeah, society, know. society still values marriage. Stephen is one of the most progressive people I have on the show on a regular basis, and he values marriage.
6: Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it is a thing that holds society together in some ways or another. Whether it's, you know, men, women, men and men, women and women, non-binary people, whatever it is, holding on to to marriage is a good thing because it, it gives that impression to the rest of the world that we're in a committed relationship and that we want to, you know, be together for as long as we possibly can.
8: You don't need the same way as everybody else does. No, this is
6: true, and we have civil partnership for it as well. But as I was saying earlier, the the terms and the association with the word marriage, and man and wife and husband and wife and all of these other terms are important, are just as important to anyone outside the, the heterosexual community. Not everybody, um, mind you, because there are enough people that campaigned against the marriage equality referendum from my side of society.
2: No,
8: no, everybody but, has to agree with you, though. No, I that's I'd be true. one of them it's my I marriage, it's I not your marriage. I, I I'm not one the one I
0: knew what your marriage is. Why, why, I, I, you were one of those who voted no, why did you vote no, Jason? Yeah,
8: because I think marriage was a thing between a man and a woman, and I still do.
0: No, is, no is marriage not just a thing between two people who love each other?
8: No 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 its marriage was between a man and a woman and brought a family. You're talking together about the nuclear family. And the nuclear family, family, family. family. And, the, the nuclear family. Yeah, and that was always held in a special place. Yeah, it's all just been diluted now. And now No no a... no hang no hang on
0: hang on for a second. No hang on hang on. Let's come roll back just a little bit in the conversation if you can, all right? I I'm conservative. I voted yes. Yeah,
8: I no, did. Yes, and I and,
0: and I'm a conservative. I consider myself conservative. And the only reason I voted yes is because I personally couldn't give a shite if Stephen wants to marry a bloke or a girl It doesn't bother me as long as he loves the person and he looks after them. I don't care. I'm like that. Yeah,
8: that, that's good. That's good for you. But I vote the way I vote. I don't always have to vote the way society is voting. I don't agree with everything society does. I I, I agree with certain things, certain things I don't. I vote the way I vote. And that's just the way I vote. I always thought marriage was a special thing and made them... Uh, but it is a special thing. Yeah, well, if was, if two lads
0: married. want to get married or two girls want to get married, I'm sure they love each it's other. I'm sure it is special.
8: I do. I do. But th- it's just a alluded to
0: the whole concept
8: of marriage to me. That's all it done to me. Oh.
0: Okay. So I think the, the only thing yeah, I would say sorry, to Steve. that is the go fact ahead. that that's just my the fact go ahead. that we I, 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 go ahead. hang on, hang on, Jason.
8: No, I really couldn't care less. That was just my view at the time. Oh, no, that's, a, well, that's no, you're I entitled
0: to your view. But yeah, say, I know. So okay, good. sorry, Steve. What are you trying and to say? I'm
6: completely too? fine, Jason. You, you know that, and it was the view of a lot of people that I spoke to. Mm. Uh, you know, over the course of the year of uh, campaigning for it, and absolutely mm. more power to you. My wedding shouldn't affect your wedding, and neither should it vice versa. Um, and that's the, that's the way it should be. Um, yeah. But that's the democracy we live in. We can both have these discussions and we will continue having these discussions. But the fact oh, that yeah. so many people fought for the right should only really emphasize the fact that it is such an important well,
8: social and political institution that, that we want to share in with it. But sorry, Steve, you will agree, a lot of people, a lot of young people came from all over the world back just to vote for that. They wouldn't come back to vote in a general Absolutely. election. They wouldn't. So, yeah, you know, it to... was a societal vote. It was a societal vote. And I'm glad you one. I'm glad you're happy. You, you know that way? Mm. But at the time, that's how I voted. That's how I felt.
6: Yeah, Loads of people came back because they had the right to vote. And <laughs> they were they were able to vote. And it was it was such an important thing in terms of, you know, where society was putting the line, basically. Mm. Um, so it was, it was a great thing that everyone was so willing to come together for it
0: yeah, on both I, sides. I, I, the, I do agree with what Jason said, but and even though I do did vote yes on marriage equality, um, I do believe that it's important that we learn from uh, the previous referendum on abortion and the marriage equality referendum. I think what happened on both those referendums, particularly the abortion referendum, was that um, we had all government parties telling people to vote yes. And I think that's wrong. Um I've always been of the firm belief that when it comes to a referendum, like broadcasting, uh, for example, I have when I'm on radio for the 30 days coming up to any referendum, we'll get a letter from the broadcasting authority saying that we must give reasonably equal time to both sides of the argument and the presenter mm-hmm. must remain impartial. So I would never be allowed to tell anybody beforehand what I'm going to vote or how I'm going to vote. And I must be empathetic to both sides of the argument. And I think the government should have to do the same. I think the government should send out literature to people as they do, uh, giving them both sides of the argument, the pros and cons of both, and telling the people, and then that they're not taking a side. I think that impartiality is the key when it comes to referendums, because I think what was what happened in the previous two referendums, and I, particularly I would say with the abortion referendum, because I couldn't care less about the, the marriage equality one, because I think it was about time that gay people were allowed to get married. Um, I I think it, it's important that the government remain impartial and let people make up their own minds. But otherwise, that's not democracy. Anyway, that's just my view on it. Stay there for a second, Stephen. You might disagree with that. Let me go to Jason J- or James. Sorry, James, go ahead. Afternoon, T. Niall. Uh, James, getting back to marriage, have we lost the value? Why are people not getting married anymore?
3: Well, I think probably not. A lot of people are probably making sure that they're more financially secure now. Like I got married when I was, oh God, I never remember now. I was mid to late 20s when I got married. Well, mm-hmm. I was lucky that I was in a very good financial position. But me and my wife, we, we had our home together and we were in a very good position financially. So I think maybe now what it is, a lot of people, because of, you know, just work and stuff like that, people maybe are saying, well, maybe we we'll just leave it. You know, as as the reports are saying, people are in their kind of mid to late 30s getting married. So maybe a lot of it is about career stuff as well, that they want to make sure that they're in a proper position financially, especially if they want to have children. Because, mm. you know, a lot of people these days are having children... Um, Later in life. Now, can I throw a spanner in the works when you, you mentioned the marriage equality referendum? I actually left a funeral that day to vote yes. That's how I felt about it. And I'm like you, Niall. I don't care if a man marries a man or a woman marries a woman. As long as you love each other, that's all that matters to anybody. But yeah. the one thing I, I've always said is I don't think people should have been allowed to come home to vote. I think if you leave Ireland and you're working outside the state, mm. you should have no say and what goes on in the state I, I would completely agree
0: I did a topic on this before and I know Steve will hate me for this but if you're a young person and you piss off to Australia I think once you're gone out of the country more than a year and a day you should not be allowed to vote
3: you should have on, your, you yeah. your, your card taken from you yeah. because you're no longer now if you come back to I Ireland that,
0: and uh, you're here for six months yeah. you should be allowed to vote again yeah,
3: yeah, and the reason why I say that, Niall, is it comes down to the fact that if you've left and you've gone out of this country for 20 years, they're still giving you a say in how the country is run. No matter whether it's about marriage equality, divorce, the, um, abortion. abortion referendum, whatever referendum it actually is, I, I think that if you have left the country um, and you're gone and you're walking there elsewhere for any time over, yeah, a year and a day, perfect time, you should have your um, voting rights removed because you're not paying any tax here. So uh, okay,
0: well, let me let me just throw that to Stephen. Sorry, Stephen, That's as a young person, that's a good question. As so many people leave the country, uh, Ireland is one of the most transient countries in the world, we leave for years and don't come back. So why should somebody have the right, say, to come home for a marriage equality referendum and abortion referendum and vote when they don't even live here and it's not going to affect their lives?
6: I mean, when you frame it like that, it, it's, it's easy to say, well, they shouldn't. It's it's not going to affect our lives and things like that. But they may well come back, as you've also said, in, you know, 1, 5, 10, 20, 30, 50 years, you know. And it is important that everybody should have their say once they're, allowed, once they're legally able to vote. We've fought long and hard enough to be able to vote in the first place.
0: But we've millions of uh, expats all over the world. You know, we've millions of expats all over the world who technically have the right to mm. vote and come back and vote if they want to. I mean, that, that has a huge impact on referendums when it happens. Now, it's mm. only happened twice so far because all the other referendums before that I never noticed it happening. Mm. But they were coming home in their droves to vote, uh, particularly yeah. for the marriage equality in the Referendums
6: the are an exception to something like a local European or a national election and things like that. Like, obviously, nobody's going to bother coming home to vote for the next government or whatever it is or the next county council because it's irrelevant. Yeah, it's well, only a five-year
0: period yeah, anyway. A lot, of
6: pe- yeah. a lot of people who emigrate would, have had, would, would still have family here and, it, and friends and extended family and everything else. And so it, it matters that they're able to show their support for them mm. by coming home to vote.
0: Okay, so if I was in government tomorrow and brought in a rule that you lose the right to vote after a year and a day, but when you come back, you can have it back after six months of being here, would you think that'd be fair?
6: No, I also think it'd be unconstitutional Probably. I don't think we'd
0: ever get through the doll. <laughs> I'm just making it up. Um, J- James, you'd be all for that. But James, getting back to marriage itself. what? So do you believe that marriage is important if you have children,
3: James? Yes, it is. Like, no, I have three children. I'm I married, actually, we were 20 years married this April. And I love being married. I, lo- oh. I love the, you know, I love I love the whole thing about it. I love the, you know, whatever about people keep mentioning about the whole church. Thing. I just, I love the, that commitment. And I'm like, you. I love calling my wife my mm. wife, you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would feel kind of weird as well, saying, this is my partner. I just I just couldn't get my head around that either. Like, no, you know what it's I mean? So, odd, yeah. To me, to, odd. Me, to me, Nyla, it's important. And I think also with children as well, it does give children a little bit more sort of security and stuff. Like, every couple, fight, like me and my wife fight like cats and dogs. It's mostly over the most stupidest things. Mm. But, you know, and as you have said, You know, if we were fighting over stupid little things, you know, like not putting the cutlery away and stuff like that. if we, You know, it would be very easy if you weren't married and didn't have that commitment to kind of say, you know what, feck you, feck putting away your cup, good luck, I'm out the door. Where, you know, where you do have that thing there, it's always like, you know, (laughs) you know, it's something always, as I said, generally it's something small. But even if you do have a big argument over something or a big discussion of something, there's always a little bit of a base there of a marriage thing to say, right. Let's sit down. Let's work this out. And
0: Because after all, we're married and we owe it to each other. Yeah. And, yeah. We, owe, and we owe it to the children.
3: It does work out.
0: Yeah, we'll, 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 hang, well, hang on for a second, both of you, Steve and James. Let me just go to Dave. Hi, Dave. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Dave. Now, I'm not going to get into an argument with you, Dave, as to why you made that woman wait so long and sadly she passed away. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Let's,
7: let's clear this up now before you start making fun of me. <laughs> I'm not um, going to make fun, gonna fun of you. Fun.
0: I have a lot of empathy at the moment, so you've changed my whole view on that.
7: Listen, you can take the piss away all you want. I'm not that sensitive. Um, no, listen, like to me, it was always going to be a thing. But we just, unfortunately, we just had stuff happening in our lives that kind of, you know, always put it on the back burner, so to speak. We always had someone else's else probably look after. And then COVID robbed three years of everybody's eyes. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, you know, and... You know, even when I was talking to before and I was like, oh, marriage doesn't mean much. That was just me just trying to be a bit of a bitty big boss. Like, obviously marriage is important because you're telling the other person that you're going to, you know, right. We're going to put it in paper. It's going to be a legal document. You know, we are now tethered together for the rest of our lives. So it is. It is important in a relationship. I just, I, I think generationally people of my generation probably just don't see as much of an onus on possibly doing it as young, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, to, to mm. someone maybe in their thirties or late 20s, getting married isn't necessarily as important as, you know, like, let's have the kids first, let's get the house. You know, and I, I do believe the cost is a massive factor in why people don't get married. Yeah, but
0: hang on, hang on. no, that's, that's a nonsense, because there doesn't have to be a massive cost. This idea of 40 and 50,000 euro weddings is stupid. It's such a waste no, of money. Is. Now, don't get me wrong, if you happen to have that kind of money spare, you're one of the Kardashians, well then it doesn't matter. But when I hear of people well, who are saving well, for a house and they spend 40 grand on a wedding, I'm looking at them going, are you daft?
7: Well, if you think about it though, if you have a couple who are trying to buy a house now and you're looking for a deposit of maybe 30, 40, 50 grand, right? Like, even the most bare and I know people who've got married and their weddings have been fabulous, they've been lovely and it have been nice, intimate affairs but even the most bare-boned wedding nowadays you're talking minimum sixteen grand. You know what I mean. So if you have these two massive things, like right, are we going to save for the house or are we going to take like sixteen grand out of our deposit fund to pay for a wedding? Most people are going to be like, look, we're buying a house. But, it's, anyway. but, but hang on, but
0: hang on, part it part does, of- No, hang on, it doesn't have to be sixteen grand. Where, where are you getting no, sixteen grand is- from? I mean, no, realistically, was- if you really want to go down to the bare bones of it, and it's just the two you want to get married. To share that moment and to make that oh, commitment community. to each other, listen, you, yeah, only need, go, go, you only yeah, need you do... only need two
7: witnesses. Yeah, and you only, it's only going to cost you about three hundred quid, which really—that's what answer. I'm saying. But, but again, I know. I listen. I agree. I'm actually on your side here on you know, on this argument. You know, but what I'm saying is, for most people nowadays, the wedding is less about the no, it's not just less about commitment. But that kind of takes a backseat to right. where well, we have to get it. Like, I mean, the majority of people get married in churches nowadays. They're only doing it for
0: the no, fifty, 50 seven No, only 57% of people get married in churches.
7: Yeah and I, I, yeah, and I can guarantee you can nearly cut that in half again or a quarter. And, mo- like, most of them are just doing it because you have to do it in the church because family members want to get married in the church and they want to have the church pictures and they want to do up the church and all this other sort of shite. Um. But honestly, oh. God, but like for a lot of people, though, like they, they, they won't get married until they can do that type of thing. You know, like for a lot of people like myself and herself, and we were talking about doing it before everything. We were like, right, we're going to get my brother, your brother, a handful of people. And we're going to go to um, Carmel and get it done just in the um, yeah. where you do the, the registry thermos. office. Yeah, that was that was us. We yeah, I, I, I'm
0: just so it. well, hang on. I'm just curious. By the way, Stephen, what's it? What, you, you're a young person. What sort of wedding would you like? Obviously, if, you, if it's a same-sex marriage, it won't be in a church. Although you can do it in a Protestant church, I imagine, or some sort of non-Catholic church, or a
6: Unitarian church, or whatever. Yeah, where, like that. Where, uh, yeah uh, I mean, I my cousin had a really nice wedding in a little civil registration office, and I think there was probably only about thirty of us there, like close mm-hmm. family and cousins and things like that. I think something like that would be really nice, yeah, personally, bit more intimate. Yeah, I think that. I think the whole. Because it's such a, a big thing and we, we, you know, we put so much emphasis on it, there's almost a little bit of a pressure to have the elaborate, you know, yeah. horse-drawn carriage and the second, uh, you know, whatever it else, and all singing, all dancing, and the band and all these other kinds of things, and a four-day reception and everything else, Yeah, you know. Never no, mind no. a gay wedding, that's just an Irish wedding.
0: Yeah, when it is, but I, 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 I think... Maybe I'm wrong in thinking this, but I think same-sex marriages tend to be less palaver. You know what I mean? Maybe, is that my imagination? I
6: don't know. I, I'm, I'm, sure there, I'm sure there are plenty that would be, you know, as I said, the, you know, the 50 Strong marching band and the parade and the carriage <laughs> and everything else. And the bouncing castle so for the kids, At the same yeah. point, there'll be, there'll be more uh, at, my, at our end of just kind of,
0: look, we yeah. want to
6: say I do and have a couple of nice people there, a little bit of a meal,
9: and we'll carry on
0: yeah okay, we'll stay there. let me just go to Morris as well Morris hi, how are you
9: uh good thanks Niall. um I just wanted to comment on a lot of it because I was talking to the producer and a lot of those issues in relation to um you know marriage like the big reason I feel that, that a lot of people aren't getting married is because in this country people are being um you know we're not there's no equality in relation to um in relation to marriage, when when it comes to a divorce, let's say, like in other countries, uh, you can get a prenuptial post postnuptial agreement and mm-hmm. it's legally binding. And that was that's a big issue that I've been pushing since 2019. Now I they are died. they
0: are trying to bring prenups into Ireland. Now I know they are reforming family law, but currently you can have a prenuptial agreement in Ireland. Now it's not legally binding, as you rightly said, but a judge can look at it. Um, to give him guidance. So in other words, if you meet a girl and you've already got a large farm, for example, and loads of land and loads of money, and you sign a prenup with her, even though it's not legally binding in Ireland, the judge can look at it and say, well, you did make this agreement before you got married and make a decision around that. Do you understand yeah, what but I'm like,
9: saying? That's no, that's no guarantee. So like if, if, in my opinion, I wouldn't get married. If that's, if, let's say hypothetically...
0: I don't like prenups, I'll be honest with you.
9: Well, like, I believe that if people want to avail of it, they should be able to avail of it. But if you, but
0: if you were, I mean, imagine meeting the girl of your dreams, right? And, you know, you're yeah. supposed to be in love and you're going to get married and you say, listen, oh, yeah, when we get married, oh, yeah, in two weeks time." Listen, just before we do, you wouldn't just sign this here, would you? I tell you now, she be gone out the door. It, it, it kind of sets you up for failure. I always believe a prenup is cheeky. I think it kind of, it's more or less saying, well, if this is not going to work out, you shouldn't, ne- if you were thinking that, Going into a marriage, you shouldn't be getting married. Be
9: doing it. Yeah, well, all I'm all I'm saying all I'm saying uh, is that like, people should be realistic. Like half of all marriages end in divorce, roughly speaking. So, like people should be prepared for that outcome. But also, you have to understand that you you don't know the person fully that you're marrying. You might be going out with them for maybe two or three or four years.
0: Well, that's your you problem. Necessarily... Well, if you if you don't know who you're marrying or you don't know what they're like, that's your problem. Now, I know people can change, by the way. That's a different situation. And, but if you and think you don't know somebody, you should be marrying them.
9: Yeah, but you, they could put on a front and then when the, yeah. and, you know, the real person comes out when oh, they ever can... How long are you with this
0: person? If you're with them six months, they might be able to put on a front and fool you. But if you're with them seven or eight years before you get married, like it'd be foolish to get married after three or four months to somebody, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? So but, if you if you don't know someone after five or six years, I, there's something wrong.
9: No, but like all I'm saying is that lot, a lot of people can hold it in and put on a front, uh, a, a fake persona mm. that isn't really them. No, I know I, I do
0: get is, you. I do I do understand. Yeah.
9: So, like, all I'm saying is that, like, it isn't fair for them de- then to pull down the guillotine on the the mar- on the marriage and come away with half of everything that, you know, they didn't contribute to. Like, they could be walking into a situation where they don't have to go half in a mortgage because the, the man or the woman who they're marrying already has mm. those assets that they inherited or purchased themselves before mm. they met that person. So that isn't fair. And it happens in so many instances. Like for instance, I know it's in a, a different situation, but remember what happened in Cantor when um, you know they were feuding over uh, a farm. That's
0: right, yeah, that was you know, very sad story. See
9: something like that happening over, you know, people just just lose. Well, look, lose when
0: when people break up or they get divorced or even get separated as partners in a civil partnership, there's always going to be trouble. If somebody right. dies, there's always going to be trouble. There's always fights over things like that. That's human nature. Sorry, by the way, Dave, do you agree with Morris? Should we have peanut butter and agreements?
7: Uh, I don't know. I'm the same as you. Like if you're if you're going into a relationship and you're like, right, I want to spend the rest of my life with you, but I ain't trying to sign this in case things go tits so, <laughs> up. It's not really a good way to be starting off your your life your, your life together. I mean, like herself used to have a great friend. She was like, whatever's mine is mine, and whatever's yours is also mine. And I was like,
5: super. You <laughs> that, know, that's but it. Know,
7: in, but in regards to family law, though, like if and if there's anyone listening to this, just be weary. If you're in a relationship and you have children and God forbid something happens to your partner, as the man, you have legal legally you have no rights to your own kids. And I, I was I was told this by a solicitor. Uh, she said it to me, she's like, Look, very pleasure for doing what you're doing now because she goes, If something happens, I would have to petition the court to get legal guardianship of my own two children. Herself's family would have had more of a right to my two kids than I would have had. In the, basically, in the eyes of the state, where are nothing yeah. more than spurned overs. So, that is, if you are in a relationship, and you're not married, and you have kids, it is something you should probably have at the back of your head, just to be on the safe side.
0: Yeah, because that's just the way... That, and I know this is the reason why in the UK, currently, at the moment, they're calling for laws to be changed because of the decline in marriage, that they would give those same rights to people who are civil partners. And I think, with that, then that just devalues marriage even further then, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean, Mara? I, I, I think... I think all of those things like prenup or giving more legal rights to civil partners or whatever it is. And I think it just devalues marriage even further.
9: Yeah. But like if like it's, it's, it's in my opinion, it's, I'd be very libertarian. It's everyone should be allowed to live according to their own, as long as they're not affecting anyone. Then. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's, so like if I, if I say to my girlfriend, for instance, she's from France and she, I mentioned the to her, um, and she was of She was okay with that. Um, so, like, you know, hypothetically, if she wasn't okay with it, well, that's the end of it. Well, like, that's, like, I wouldn't. So what, wouldn't what would, agree. yeah,
0: so what, I was going to say that. So what do you do if you're in love with somebody? You're, you're going to get married. You pop the question and you're going to get married. And you say, oh, by the way, just to let you know, obviously, I had a lot of wealth before I met you. You wouldn't just uh, sign this prenuptial an agreement. And she goes, what? Get out of here. I'm not <laughs> signing any prenup What an agreement. What, um, would, you, what like, would you do? Would you say, let's so I'm not marrying you?
9: That that's it, like that. That would be my my. Well, then it's not. Well, then you
0: don't love the person, obviously. You never did.
9: Mm. Well, if she if she isn't willing to sign it, then it's
0: saying game me, over. It's, like
9: she's marrying me for the wrong reasons. so she doesn't necessarily. Oh,
0: do. I don't. I, I I'm not with you on that one at all, Morris. I think you're marrying her for the wrong reasons. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, we've lost his line there. Uh, sorry, let me let me go to Adam as well. Adam, hi. How are you? Oh, hang on. I'm going to have to. I, I, what I'll do is I'll just get Adam back before the end. I'm going to, um, if you could just give Ad, Adam a quick ring back because I wanted to get him on before the end there. I'm going to have to just reset that there. For you Sorry, Adam and Dave and Morris. I do apologize. We're having a few technical issues today that we will sort out. Um, a lot of messages, by the way, coming in on Facebook. Stephen O'Sullivan on Facebook says, an expensive pieces of paper as twice as expensive to get out of. Billy Madison said, waste of time. When did a gold band ever mean anything? If two people create a loving environment for their kids and do the best for each other, sure, so what's the difference? Marriage should be, somebody else says, marriage should be a legal contract between two consenting adults who agree their own terms of the contract and set down responsibilities on either party during the contract. Um, Free Society Ireland says that on Facebook. I wonder what Free Society Ireland is. Um, Antonio on Facebook says, um, You do what's best for your family. I will do what's best for mine. As long as you do no harm, you should be allowed to live in peace. I couldn't agree with you more. Each to their own, says Sinead. Laura says, agreed. Let people do whatever suits them. Everyone has feelings. Um, Let me just go to Adam, uh, if I just very quickly can as well. Adam, hi. Sorry, I'm losing everybody there, but Adam, go ahead.
10: Niall, Niall, you're fine. You're fine. I to, to be honest, I kind of I wasn't going to join uh, the conversation today just because I didn't feel it was exactly the most relevant to me. But there is something that you said that I do want to kind of uh, fire with you on. Okay. For a second. Yep. Um, home to vote. Yeah. Um, it was just I mean to be honest, to punish young people for leaving this country for the actions of
0: oh I'm not punching them I'm now. not punching them from you I I don't blame them wanting to leave the country by the way.
10: Yeah, but they have they should have every right to vote as an Irish citizen as everyone else does, and I mean realistically it. You know, why should our generation bear the brunt of not being allowed to vote on something that we care about because your generation bankrupted the country? Do you know what I mean? Ah, think? don't be <laughs> blaming
0: our generation for everything. Hold on, <laughs> now, Adam. Now, now you're going to get now. me. Now you're going to get me going. Now, Adam. Right. If it wasn't for my <laughs> generation, you wouldn't have the economy that you have today and the wonderful country that you have today. Yes, it's not perfect. There are many things wrong with it. Wonderful. And, the yes, country is broken. It's the the country is not broken. We have the highest GDP in Europe. One of the highest GDPs in Europe. We're not financially not broke. Sure. The problem is no, with Ireland. No, Hold on. No, no, you're, here's you're the thing. You're
10: an intelligent man. The problem you're with man, Ireland man.
0: is you people will always leave Ireland. Always leave Ireland because it's a small country of 5 well. million people with a small economy. We are never going to have, you know, a I suppose the the opportunities for young people that we that other countries say like the United Kingdom, Australia, America, Canada that they will have they will always have more opportunities because they've been bigger population a bigger economy. So we're always going to see people leaving. That's just a thing.
10: Yeah, but we've seen it in a much larger scale that we've seen it in. Now, obviously, I know the
0: eighty you haven't a clue, Adam. God bless 70s. you. God bless you. Back in the back in the nineteen eighties they were marching on the street because we had seventeen to twenty percent unemployment. Adam, you know, this has happened before. These things happen in cycles. You know what I mean? Yes, but,
10: but Niall to to then strip those young people's rights away on
0: No, all I'm saying, I'm saying is if you come back to live here, you've every right to vote. But if you're not living here, you don't I don't believe you should have a right to vote in a referendum because the results of that referendum, they don't affect you. You're not living here.
10: They they affect your family. They affect your friends, but well, your, you your family can vote. Your family
0: are here; they can vote. They're quite entitled to vote. Yeah,
10: but if it's if it's something you care about, social issues <laughs> that you care about, surely there should be a right to vote there as an Irish. But that doesn't it? give I mean, you a, like, a right just
0: because you care about a social issue. I care about social issues in the United Kingdom, in America, all those places. I don't live there, so I don't have a yeah, right to vote. You're then. not.
8: You're not British. You're not I know British 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 that, America, but I don't. I don't right.
0: live there either. But I just so I don't have a right to vote because it doesn't affect me. Oh, if you're living in Australia, say fifteen years. Say you moved out when you were twenty, and you're now thirty-five. Do you think you should have a right to come back in Ireland and vote in a referendum? Yes. Ah, stop that, Adam, would you?
10: Doyle no, well, okay. And If, if you come home, you should. Then, if, you're, if you're using the same logic there, then, if, if an immigrant moves to Ireland, should they have a right to vote because they live here?
0: Yes, once they're here a certain period of time, absolutely. Once they get citizenship.
10: Well, but... they like, Well, they do,
0: at the moment, have a right to vote in local elections, even if they're not citizens. Yeah.
10: Yeah. Yeah, local elections, but referendums... No, if you're
0: a citizen, yes. If you're living here as a citizen, yes.
10: But does citizenship take over a decade to guess?
0: No, I it mean, doesn't take a decade to guess. It's five or six years, isn't it?
10: Right, well, look, I, I've, only of time. For, I've, I've, I've only got citizenship for New Zealand, so that's the only one I know in about yeah. a decade.
0: Are you, are you so, not an Irish citizen, Adam? No?
10: Uh, I have dual citizenship.
0: So oh, well, okay. Well, then you I, both, yeah. Okay.
10: Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, by um, the way, I, I'm curious. Dave, are you still there? You. Yeah, Dave. Sorry, what Adam is saying and what I said earlier on—that if you leave the country for a period of time, you shouldn't have the right to vote in a referendum. Would you agree? Well,
7: actually, here's a weird thing. You're actually a little more liberal on this than I am, because I think you should lose it after six months.
0: Six months? I said a year and a day. Yeah.
7: No, I think if we're going to have
0: for six months <laughs> <laughs> I mean
7: No, if, no, no, if no but goes, if, you're, if, like, somebody... if you're making the move to another country, right Typically you're going for what's your visa It's so usually a year After six months, if you have a visa To work in another country for over 12 months You shouldn't be allowed to vote in a, in a referendum You know, if you're That's the only insanity. way you should be allowed to vote in a referendum here Is if you live here full time And I couldn't care less If you kind of coming That's back insanity. from Oz someday it's not, though. It's not. It's like, it if you don't live here, you should have no right to say what goes on in the country.
0: Adam, we sp- us Irish are famous for spreading our seed across the world. Look at the amount of Irish expats there are in America. I mean, oh, if, they, yeah, if, they, if they all decided to come home and vote, should the referendum would be completely skewed.
10: I think there's a difference between, though, if we're talking generational expats and people who were born and bred in Ireland and then decide to leave in their 20s. You know, that, that, there's a massive difference. So where's
0: your limit, Adam? Where's your limit? 20 years? 30 years?
10: No, if, if you if you're born and bred in Ireland, yeah. you, ha, you should, and, and I totally believe as well, by the way, that Ireland needs to bring in the, uh, like, voting centres around the world in the same way that a lot of countries do in Ireland. You know, okay. like, Polish people, Postal living, in, votes, people like, yeah. living in Ireland can vote. In a in a in a Polish election.
0: Okay, so no, Well, then give me. Your, where's your deadline? Are your, Where do you draw the line? Let's say I'm out of the country forty years. Should have a right to come back and vote in a referendum.
10: But, but what? You were born and bred in, in Ireland. And yeah. then You left. Yeah. I. Yeah. No. You still have a right to vote yourself. <laughs> if, now like your, your children. If, if your children, if your children are born abroad, then they don't have a right to
9: vote. That's my opinion.
0: But, okay. Well. Well. Hang on. Hang on, Morris. are you been listening to this conversation.
9: Yeah, you know, I have um, in relation
0: to, to the, voting. Yeah, just curious. Do yeah. Do you, do you if, believe you should have a right to vote if you're not even living there anymore?
9: Um, if if you decide to come back, I have no issue if you're yes. If you come back and vote. But If you're still living abroad, you shouldn't be given a right to to vote. Like, um, I know for instance, my ex girlfriend was from Germany, and she was able to vote in German elections. Um, but mm. the. the, the they have it no issue with that is because most Germans live in Germany so it doesn't really skew the results too much whereas it would be different with the likes of Ireland. Ireland, where yeah, because like, we're quite a
0: transient nation. We like to, as I said, no, so are yeah, what
9: So like in relation to referendums and stuff especially on the social issues I don't think the likes of for instance uh, same-sex marriage or the abortion referendum would have passed if if you're talking about people who left this country in the 19th I
0: think it would have passed anyway. I, like
9: the I, I think line they'd line
0: probably line added about 5 or 6% to it but I don't think it was. It would have been a. You know that I don't think it wouldn't have been a landslide if if people well, hadn't come like home.
9: But all I'm saying is, the people who have left the country in the 50s and 60s are a lot more conservative than you know. Especially when they left America, they still have the mindset that they had mm. uh, left the country in the 50s. So you wouldn't know what way the uh, results would end up. I know. I do, it, it does
0: change the result. There's no doubt about that, Adam. And it, you you have to be fair, Adam. When you've got thousands of people who came home for the abortion and the marriage equality referendum to vote, particularly for the abortion referendum, um, it did skew the vote slightly. Now, I'm not saying it wouldn't have passed uh, anyway. Look, it, would have passed. it would have passed. It
10: would have passed. What I would say is, like for me, I, for, one of the most poignant moments of, of the marriage equality referendum was people coming home to vote. It was such a... It was it was, just, it was kind it was,
0: of thing, wasn't it? Really?
10: It was not cheating. <laughs> Come on. It's kind of cheating.
0: I, I tell you what, Adam. I want to have a longer conversation with you about not about the voting, although that's an interesting conversation. But this idea that you have that we destroyed your world in some way, us sixty-year-olds, <laughs> Adam. You, you know, you need to be a bit more grateful for the for the world that we built. Look at the world we I, built.
10: Uh, uh, Nile, I have. <laughs> Look as 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 you as you've heard before. I my my opinions on on what the older generations did in this country under Fatah fall in the nineties and
0: nineties. Um, they were. I tell you uh, what. They were much better governments. Adam, in those days, we had an opposition. <laughs> We've no opposition nowadays. They're all cheeks of the same arse. I mean, in those days, you had defined political parties who had defined policies. Fianna Fáil were a conservative political party. Fine Gael were a bit more liberal. So you had defined parties. Now it doesn't matter who you vote for. all the bloody same.
10: Yeah, look, but what I will say in that as well is I think, kind of coming back to the voting thing, I think it's very apparent why um, this hasn't, you know, that kind of voting abroad thing hasn't come in to play in Ireland. And it's because I think the likes of Sheena Gale and Tina Fall are terrified of giving all of the young immigrants a chance to vote from Australia or New Zealand. Yeah, I no, but be, I don't, I don't know. It's terrified
0: it's just, Well, maybe you're right, but I just think it would be wrong to do that. I don't want some young one or bloke living in Australia for the last 10 years like a mate of mine who went over for a holiday and never came back again. I don't want them deciding my future when they're not even bloody living here. That's not fair. It's not right.
7: I, I
10: think we're, we're never going to agree, on because obviously, I you know, I was looking at, at Irish politics from, you know, from the age of kind of 13 or 14, and I wasn't living here, but I still had a vested interest, because...
0: Have all the interest plan. you want, but you shouldn't have a vote. And by the way, I, well, I, as I, soon as you come back, and you're far away, and you come back to Ireland, after six months, I would say six months back, you get your right to vote again. Absolutely.
10: Yeah, what? now I, I thought, I thought what, the, what the other caller said earlier about six months away is, <laughs> is a ridiculous time scale. I mean, like, what, like the retiree, retiree. What did you say, Dave? The-
0: I stand by that statement. He stands by that so, statement. So
10: if the, the retiree couple that goes on a six-month cruise, they come back and they can't vote.
7: <laughs> like, oh, okay, no, 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 okay, now, now, you're, now you're just taking what I said out of context, okay? You obviously are not talking about them. I'm talking about the kind of people who go off and then come home after two years and then spend the next five months going on about, oh, God, this time last year in Oz I was doing this and I was doing that. Those are the people I'm talking about. If you don't live in the country, you shouldn't have, a, have to have, have a say in how the country is governed or how our constitution is going to be changed because you could be there for two years, five years, ten years, or maybe you might come back with your kids in 20 years. So I don't really think it's fair to the people who live here to have policies changed by people who may come home or may not come home. Those are the people. So, okay, let me, let, me, let me put this, let me put this. Very in. quickly, Adam, Obviously, come on. I don't
10: have time for this. Yeah, go yeah, go. sorry, go. sorry, sorry. So I, I lived in New Zealand from when I was 13 to when I was 19. I've been back in Ireland three years now. Do I, or four years now, do I get a, a vote?
7: <laughs> like, yeah, of course you do. Yeah, because you're actually living
4: here. You're living here. contributing
0: to the society at the moment. As soon as you piss off, back to New Zealand, or if you're going to New Zealand and you're there, and if you're there for a year and a half or a year, sorry, a year and a day, I would say you should never write to vote until you come back again. Simple as. Adam, listen, we're run out of time. Sorry about that, Adam. I was be talking to you again. <laughs> <laughs> a Longer conversation definitely needed. We will talk about that in the future, Adam, and I do want to talk more in detail about you blaming us older people and destroying your world for all you Gen Zs out there. Alright, listen, thank you very much indeed for everybody who got involved in the show. Don't forget, by the way, you can text or WhatsApp at any time at 085 Go to our website, nileboylan.com. Share it with a friend. This show will be up on the website and on all the usual platforms in about an hour, an hour and a half or so. You can listen back to it for free. We don't charge you. We'll never charge you for watching it or listening to it live so you can interact with the show. I will be back again with you tomorrow at 12. Until then, have a great day. The multi award winning Nile Boylan podcast.